we are approaching two years of episodes, which is a great time to remind you that if you somehow have figured this out, this is a horror campaign. I mean, sure, my coping mechanism has always been comedy, but if this episode is somehow your first introduction to the podcast, please know we take these things very seriously in real life. But we're playing pretend in a creepy house in a magic land. So for sure, I'm going to wish Carl was a pinata filled with candy and experience points instead of traps and spoopy business. But Tess, and especially Colin's frustration at all of these horrible things happening just outside of where and when we can see them is more and more hilarious to me. But we shall not leave you waiting any longer. Because if you cut us some slack, we won't string you on. Because in episode 104 of What the Fumble, we're... Hanging by a thread. From the shan to the here. Too soon. Fuck you. <laughs> That's right. It's still 8.30 and my notes say, Carl has a big sad. You're swimming from <laughs> Carl? Is that what you're implying? Good I'm just saying goodness. if there's a fight, if there's a fight and I need to run around a wall, I... What, you're going to grab onto his ankles and then swing into a sweet butterfly kick? Well, I mean, you do, I didn't want to spoil things. We can edit this out. You're going to Jackie Chan this? Hell yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> but a big set. I mean, that is one way to describe a man <laughs> hanging in the middle of the fucking parlor outside of what is... The kids' rooms are on the third floor, right? Uh, uh, we're on the second, second floor. floor? So right Van now? Richten's bedroom, so yeah, Erasmus. Yeah, I think you're good. Okay. Well, well, Erasmus is in the corner. The bath. Ooh, the bath's close. Girls' oh, well, bedroom. Girls' bedroom. Yeah, yeah, most of the bedrooms are on the second floor. Wait, what and... am I worried about? Greta's already fucking dead. Right? Well, aren't or they all she? already dead? Exactly. Can Carl really kill himself? Can he kill himself a second time? But also, like, if you were going back through your notes trying to prep for this session, it's like, are... If you'd like, if you'd had brain damage or something, more than anyway, um, <laughs> my character or my yeah, third the player, <laughs> just like spend the week leading up to this being like, huh. So let's uh, read some good therapy notes. Um, he has a big sad. We'll we'll help him out with that. Six forty five. Dig up question mark. Six fifty. Found dog body. Wait, that was yeah. that was like twenty minutes apart. Yeah, yeah. We kitchen. We have made really good time. We were <laughs> made in really good time. At <laughs> 7.40-ish to 7.45, Frederick's multi-denominational uh, godhouse time <laughs> is what I have for the chapel. Yep. Uh, <laughs> servant area, kitchen ghosts. That's where we had, yeah, had flashbacks to Haunted Prosciutto. Oh. Uh, yeah, David has some really like in-depth notes. Mine uh, is, is chaos incarnate, but uh, a lot of fun. I mean, it does the job. I, I feel like we're at opposite ends of the spectrum because I'm literally writing down like verbatim how Justin is describing rooms where it's like there's way too much fluff and then you've got multi-denominational. I have like a terabyte of audio files if I really need to go back. So I instead decided to uh, go with Greta, maybe nearby. <laughs> <laughs> I like your style. At least you're taking notes. <laughs> Digging still, exclamation mark, 423. <laughs> uh, 420, I have dig slash blaze it. <laughs> Priorities. Why don't you remember you saying <laughs> the troubadour got high at 420? I have yeah. tambourine and then just some arrows. Like a little nibble of dragonborn blood. It's fine. You're just, doing just, just great. One hit, one hit. <laughs> oh. Yep, you and I have very, very different styles of taking notes. That's yep. for sure. You guys want to play some D&D? Hell yeah. Oh. Yep, let's add some more notes. Let's add some more notes. A few more pages. God, why am I such a nerd? 
he asks, playing Dungeons and Dragons. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's why he's cool. He's a nerd. So there you guys were. It's 8.30 in the p.m. Night has fallen over the Van Richten estate. All the vegetation outside has changed drastically. The trees are leafless. The flowers have died and withered away. And you guys are right there kind of climbing up the stairs. You're on your way to the second floor, if I remember right. Which is where you find Carl's body hanging from the rafters, his neck at a crooked, impossible angle. Just kind of swaying back and forth. The body is kind of right there where the stairs meet the second floor. Oh, God. The rope, other end of the rope, you can tell, is tied to, like, the third floor rafters. Oh, okay. And he is just swinging kind of right in the entrance of the parlor, the parlor being kind of like the lobby area on the second floor. Does he still have momentum, or is this sort of like just ambient, you know, uh, airflow and stuff like that? You guys, if I remember right, reacted to the thud pretty quickly. Uh, There's no question based on the angle that the neck's at that he is dead. But yeah, it looks very, very fresh. Definitely still swaying. All right, first things first. um, Tess is going to just sprint up the next uh, level of stairs. Um, If there is any chance that this wasn't him taking his own life Tess wants to see if there's anyone like leaving the scene good call good call because like if if he was like pushed or something like I mean he was like lovelorn and whatever chances are this this is a spade a spade but like I'm too fucking paranoid Justin I like it Tess darts off way up the stairs why don't we all do a, a perception. Alright. Come on. Tess, what did you get? A two. So you dart all the way up. Well, eight total, but yeah. Two on the dice. Oh, okay. You get to the top of the stairs, like right at the the third floor smoking room, which is kind of the, the lobby area of the third floor. You can clearly see where the rope has been tied to the rafters, uh, but you see and hear nobody. What did you guys down below roll? Looster got a 23. God damn it. Uh, Slash is pretty sure this is dead meat. Uh, he rolled a total of a three, oh. a nat one. <laughs> Somewhere in the middle-ish with a 15. So Salash is still getting ready to cast the tiny hut. It's like, is there is everything okay, everyone? <laughs> That's right, you guys were kinda headed this direction in hopes of finding a place to, to rest. You guys are thinking about huddling down for the night. Salash's tiny hut, maybe. But regardless, right now, Lustra, once Tess is all the way at the top and her footsteps aren't impeding your hearing. You can just barely make out there's a second creaking. Not all the creaking is coming from the rope that Carl is swinging from. You just barely hear a bit more noise coming from the linen closet, which is on the second floor. Uh, I'm going to kind of hand signal to Troubadour and Salash. And point to my ear and then point to the linen closet and draw my bow and and kind of say like I'm sitting here gesturing on a podcast what the fuck am I doing I I say and then you point at a bunch of things I I point to them I point to me and bow drawn I'm going to gesture them to move towards the closet quietly so would miming be like performance or persuasion 
I don't know. What is it? <laughs> I mean, I'd you say could also not even deal with that. I'd say it'd be performance. Excellent. I mean, why not? Let's find out. You guys misread what Looser just told you to do. How good are you at military signals? Oh, that's perfect. I got a natural one and I got a plus zero. (laughs) So it's a one. Looser makes like... I do the YMCA. (laughs) And they're like, what? He goes and does the thing where you're pulling your thumb off of your finger. (laughs) He's just jerking off the end of his bow. (laughs) Fantastic idea. I'll follow Tess. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to see here. Good. <laughs> Tess, I'm do sorry. you do you stay upstairs and investigate further? Or are you coming back down as they're walking towards? I mean, yeah, she's just going to like do a, a visual sweep and then dash back down and just whisper. There's no one up there. Anything down here? Linen cloth. It hurt something in there. Tess will. Pull I'm not going to gesture this time. <laughs> Slash looks at Lustra, sort of cocks his head sideways. Is that what that was? There's something in the closet. Live long and prosper to you too. Um. <laughs> Lustra's going to roll his eyes. And he's going to start walking, you know, gingerly to the linen closet. In hopes that he can get the jump on whatever might be in there. <laughs> oh yeah, Bonesaw is out. Tess is stalking right in step with Lustra. Not a lot of windows here. Let's just turn the sword on. Have some fire already going. Light this place up. But how do you do that, Troubadour? Oh, with a little hot stuff, baby! Woo! Woo! Weapons Yay. get drawn... And Looster takes the lead, walking towards the linen closet. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to try and peer around. Is there, like, doors on this? Like, bifold doors or swing doors or... What are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> a little too excited yeah, over yeah, there. Calm down, David. It's a door. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so... It's a door. It's a pull door from okay. the your perspective. It's got a single knob. It's a wooden door. Mm-hmm. No lock, anything like that. Gotcha. Okay, so I'll press an ear up against the door to see, to confirm my suspicions if I did actually hear anything in there, and listen to see if I hear any more noise. It doesn't take another roll for you to make the connection that, yeah, something is creaking in the linen closet, like the creaking gets louder once you put your ear up to the door. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna grab the knob and then I'm gonna kind of do a three, two, one, open. All right. Slash is gonna stay a safe fifteen feet away from the door. <laughs> Tess is going to have the bone saw like at the entryway to the door. I'm going to get slightly in the middle. That way, my aura covers everybody. And when I open the door, I'm gonna have the door shield me. <laughs> I like it. Inside the linen closet, you can tell that at one point there were two wooden shelves that would have held some linens, but those two shelves are on the floor of the closet. The linens are all just piled up on the ground. And hanging from the ceiling brace is the body of Joseph. He has been tied by the ankles, and he is hanging upside down from the ceiling brace. What the fuck? There's no other... There's only... This is the only way into the lane closet, light, right? One way in, one way out? One way in, one way out. God damn it. Is he, is he alive? Is he dead? He appears to be dead, but you can make a check if you'd like, a medicine check. Yeah, sure. I Uh, can take that if you want. I can check his pulse. I have advantage. Yeah, check it out. Cool, yeah. um, I'm right there. Sure. Okay, 24. 24. That is pretty good. He is very dead. You managed to determine 
based on maybe the temperature of the body. He's been dead for quite a bit now, but no more than an hour or so. And while you're looking him over, you find clear signs of strangulation around the neck. Heavy marks, big bruises on the neck. He was strangled to death. Okay, do you want to check hand size and fingerprints? Because I'll cut off Carl's hand. Sure, yeah, do that. Cool. Tess is, like, not even looking at you. She is just starting to breathe extra heavily, and just she's starting to seethe. She's just, like, staring at this upside-down dead man. She's like, he was killed within the hour. We were looking at the dining room ceiling while something happened to him. While something happened to Carl. While something probably happened to Elise. Why? As you say all that, Tess, suddenly the blanket, comforter, pillowcase, and fitted sheet in the closet all burst up as if animated and we're going to fight some linens. Oh, Oh, fuck you. We're going to fight the linens, boys. (laughs) Roll some initiative. Really, it's just a fitted sheet I'm most scared of. (laughs) Right? It looks really pissed off that no one knows how to fold it right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hey, if if you end up killing this, it could be an upgrade from your potato sack. Ooh. Pillowcase. Could really upgrade the eagle costume too with all this oh stuff. Oh my gosh, guys, we need to preserve the body. Oh, and also I investigate the corpses. 20 or higher? Anybody? Anybody? Uh, even with stress, uh, Slash is on the ready. Uh, he rolled a 22, but with stress, that makes it a 21. Oh. 15 or higher? 17, finally. Hey. Tess, working your way up the initiative mm-hmm. order. Very nice. Still can't go before Slash, apparently, but I'll take it. <laughs> it's okay. That's okay. Ten or higher? Oh, man, Adam, you did that Ooh. bad, too? <laughs> my AC's high, not my initiative. <laughs> what'd you guys get? Looster, what'd you get? A six. I got a three. Woof. Six for Lustra, three for Troubadour. I got a seven. Well done. It is very embarrassing to not beat Van Richten. Hey, I opened the door and I'm hiding behind the door, okay? (laughs) You know what? That's fair. You don't even see what's going on. That means congratulations to my fitted sheet. God damn it. For winning the initiative. It is the most powerful. Oh, the fitted sheet. Good. The worst sheet of all the sheets unfolds itself. You have no idea how it got like that in the first place. <laughs> it is a non-Euclidean fucking geometric sheet. Tell me your secrets. <laughs> but it unravels itself. That's how freaking Joseph got strangled. He just tried to fold the fitted sheet. Sucked out his life. It is going to try to wrap itself around Tess. Good. With a ooh, with a twelve to hit test, that's not gonna do it. Nuh-uh. that's not gonna do it at all. But all these linens come to life. A fitted sheet tries to surround Tess. Slash, you're the next to react. What do you do when all this happens? Yeah, Slash doesn't really have any words for fitted sheets or anything, nor does he think that they can listen to him. So he's just going to do the the dumb thing and pull out a light crossbow and fire off a round, fire off a bolt and to hopefully pierce this fitted sheet to the wall. Ooh, going for the fitted sheet. Yeah. Fill the crossbow with clothespins. It's genius. Uh, that is a 23 minus 1, 22 to hit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, not bad, not bad. Six, six piercing, six piercing. Imagine, 
Slash sort of, you know, he was getting, seeing everybody getting ready at the door, he was like, he knows he doesn't have a whole lot of magic left, so he sort of, you know, again, awkwardly handles this light crossbow that he's not entirely familiar with and he hasn't used very often, sort of crouches down and he's like, Lustra always finds his range, and he aims at the door, sees a giant fitted sheet unfold in this (laughs) non-Euclidean fashion and just panic pulls. (laughs) Love it. Six points, you said? Six points. Nothing worse than a sheet with a hole in it. Although you get, you could, like, pretend to be a one-eyed ghost, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> that sounds like we're using these for more disguises. <laughs> and they're ghosts. Well, no, this is D&D. It could be a Cyclops ghost. Ooh. Or a Beholder. Aww. <laughs> Tess, a fitted sheet just tried to wrap itself around you. What would you like to do in this rare opportunity to go second, or I guess third, in initiative? Thanks for rubbing it in. Uh, <laughs> hey, it's still the bronze medal. He still made podium, man. I'll take it. Um, Tess is going to see this wild contraption, and she's like, nothing about you makes sense, so she's going to try to slice each corner of those weird elastics that like mm-hmm. don't really go all the way around. <laughs> <laughs> um... With a bunch of freaking strikes. Uh, 18. Oh, yeah. 18 for 12. 12 points. 12 points of damage. Okay. Uh, 28. Jeez. 28 to hit? Yep. That's a solid one. Uh, for 8. And then after making two more slices on the corners, she's just going to poke both of her fingers into the crossbow hole and just try to rip it as hard as she can. (laughs) (laughs) This is an unarmed strike, I presume? Oh, hell yeah. Ah, for uh, 11. To hit? To hit, yeah. You get a little too greedy, I guess, or the fitted sheet has too much damage at this point for you to get a... A good hold on it. It is a miss. I can never figure out what to grab these things. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I guess I'll... Uh, I'll leave it there just blocking off the doorway to the laundry trying to kill us. And that's it for me. The next thing you witness is a blanket. Go careening towards Lustra. <laughs> oh man! Just comes up over the door. You just see a little floral print coming at you, <laughs> just avalanching down. What a wet blanket! Boo! <laughs> <laughs> I hope it crits. <laughs> Unfortunately, it doesn't. Thirteen to hit Lustra. That's a miss. Not even close. A blanket comes flying towards Lustra. Van Richten acts next. He sees that there are four animated objects here and asks if anyone requires healing. I'm great. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. These linens will momentarily. But no. He's going to try to finish off the fitted sheet then with his sword cane and gets an 11 as well. An 11 to hit as well. Also a miss from Van Richten. Damn it. Pretty sure he has multi-attack, though. Let me double check. You can strike Baron Metis, but you can't strike a sheet? <laughs> yeah. Baron Sheetus. Power creep, man. These linens probably have higher stats than adolescent Colin. <laughs> <laughs> he does have multi-attack. He's going for that fitted sheet again. Do it. Oh, and that time, he gets an 18, which is enough. He glares at Slash. (laughs) And does. Uh, He only manages to get five points of piercing damage to the fitted sheet. But he's still glaring at Slash, though, that's for sure. (laughs) He's like, why don't you try to fire your crossbow twice in one round, huh? Oh. Lustra blanket just came at you. What do you do? Uh, well, darn. Um, and I have my longbow out, which sucks because I'm in melee combat with a blanket. Yep. Yeah, but I mean, 
What are the odds that you get two nat ones? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I'm going to... Do I risk it? Do I risk it? Do I risk it? I can't fire at disadvantage. I gotta get out, out, out of range. I have a rapier, though. Screw that. I'm just gonna drop my bow and haul out my rapier. Can I do that as an object interaction? Absolutely. So I'm gonna drop my bow, haul out my rapier... Bonus action, I'm going to focus all that force energy right to the tip of that rapier, and I'm going to strike. Hell yeah. Going for the blanket? Yep, the one that's it right in melee with me. And that, and, oh, I don't use my rapier very often. That is a 21 to hit. That's definitely a hit. Heck yeah. Ooh. Uh... 2d8 plus 2. Yep, that's going to be 13 force damage. Hell yeah. And I'm going to go and do it again. Mm. Big tear forms in the blanket. And for what it's worth, too, like in the moment, you guys are all kind of standing outside of the linen closet. And all these lindens have come up and animated themselves. And they're all flying at you. So everything's like there's blankets and pillowcases in the air all around you. For what it's worth, everything's kind of right there if mm-hmm. you know as far as what's in range of you everything's yeah. moving around <laughs> fair but this is an anime we do like four separate 1v1s that each take an episode <laughs> <laughs> something like that so i drop my bow i for the force damage i stab through it but the force damage into like a shockwave so it's not just like just the pinprick it's actually like a bigger hole from the force damage coalescing inside of that fitted sheet or that blanket. Beautiful. Nice. I go and try and do it again. There's no force damage with this one, though, so this is just going to be a pinprick. Okay. And, oh, would you look at that? It's 21 to hit again. Nice. For four damage. Four points of blanket damage. Cotton batting goes everywhere. <laughs> uh, and- just like hunting geese. <laughs> 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 With goose feathers coming out of the duvet that I imagine it is. <laughs> Does he get advantage because he's favored against beasts? Like... <laughs> Anything else from Lustra? Uh, I'm going to stand my ground with uh, my rapier in hand. I don't know. You seem like an expert at fighting, like, bedroom stuff. Like, any any advice for the rest of us? Uh, they mate for life okay yeah 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 (laughs) Lustra Lustra turns you know a pink (laughs) Slash there's a giant heavy comforter coming towards you it looks enormous king size comforter uh oh why are these people so bougie with a 19 to hit? Oh, yeah, that hits. Oh, here we go. Here we go. I knew the comforter would come through for me. <laughs> oh, this is fun. The comforter wraps itself around you, Slash. You become grappled, restrained, blinded, and you can already tell if you're in here too long, you're at risk of suffocating as well. So he's very cozy. Very, very cozy. You can already feel the comforter starting to constrict. But right now you don't take any damage, but you're completely surrounded by this comforter. I can't recall. I don't think we ever fixed my madness about being restrained. (laughs) Nope. Oh, you know what? It triggers so infrequently that I've forgotten. Let's do it. Wisdom save. Oh, boy. We just spent so long trying to get Lustra's muscles back. Nat 20. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Thanks for reminding me, though, because I feel like it's time to really punish you for still having that. <laughs> Fair. Oh, no. Maybe, maybe maybe Slash is just thinking to himself, like, you can definitely feel like he's sort of, like, tensing up, realizing he's being restrained, but then he's like, wait a minute, this is a fucking blanket. This is comfy as hell, <laughs> but it's really hard to breathe. <laughs> Speaking of reminders, that Nat 20 still at a minus four. Oh! oh. Minus one because of stress, so that's minus five. Plus two since I'm nearby. Plus two, so 17. Oh my goodness. Come into Van Richten's house and make us do math. I love math. There. 
Nerd. <laughs> Just. Do you have any wisdom? The, uh, plus one wisdom, yeah. Plus but but the stress basically knocks it out. Okay. The pretentiousness of Selash is like, oh no, I'm being tied up. Is this thousand thread count? Oh my god. <laughs> Egyptian cotton? 17 is the number we landed on. the number we landed on. I had to double check because it's been a while, but you are good. Yeah, okay. Selash good, pulls good. himself together. But you can feel this thing starting to constrict. It's going to get rough in here. Everything's fine. Mm. That brings it to... Troubadour. Troubadour, there is a half-destroyed fitted sheet trying to wrestle with Tess. Lustra is fighting off a blanket. Slash is completely engulfed by Comforter, and you see this very gnome-sized pillowcase (gasps) (laughs) really eyeing you right now. I imagine them sort of like. I just imagine them sort of like circling the room around each other. Like the, the pillowcase is like sitting on its corners, and Troubadour is like holding his hands up like a gunslinger, even though there's no guns. No, I just imagine. I imagine the pillow has little tassels on the corners, and they're curved up like fists. You know, swinging them in a circular motion, oh, like, like an full, old full pugilist, full magic carpet from Aladdin style. Exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> Troubadour, what do you do? I fail my save to its compelled duel, and I go after this carpet or uh, pillowcase. <laughs> Hell yeah! And I'm gonna swing twenty to hit. Oh yeah! Boom! That is seven slashing damage, eight fire damage, fifteen points 15 all together. Total. And I have multi attack too. Suck it, crossbow! <laughs> Holy, that's a 25 to hit. Hell yeah. Boy. And if we can add them together, that is 14 total. 14 on the second one? Yep. So 29 points of damage there. Yes. Flame tongues, man. Damn. The pillowcase catches on fire. It's all torn up. If a pillowcase could scream, it would. (laughs) But it's still in it. still in it. It's holding on by a thread. Nice. Nice. I don't have inspiration or I'd give it to you. And that's it. That's that's the the end of my turn. I will let it try and get its pillowy revenge. (laughs) And it's going to try, that's for sure. Troubadour, a flaming pillow, kind of goes up into the air and then... Brings itself downwards very quickly, and like the momentum, like kind of makes it balloon open, you know. Are you gonna be like a cat in a paper bag? <laughs> Just gonna drag me to a river, <laughs> throw some rocks in. You could oh. say you could say it's a down pillow. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh my oh. god. Linen jokes. <laughs> Hell yeah. Listen, if Slash wasn't all restrained and all those other jokes, we'd give you some pillow talk. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. 17, I don't think, is going to hit Troubadour. No, it will not. You manage to bat this pillowcase out of the way before it engulfs you. That's going to bring it to top of the turn order, fitted sheet versus Tess. All right. This time for sure. I'm going to fold you in half, and then again, and then somehow you'll look weird anyway. (laughs) There it is. 23 from a fitted sheet. Great! Ah, you thought you had the upper hand, but turns out, yeah, you were holding it by the wrong corner. No! And here it comes. Actually, there's no damage. Tess becomes engulfed by a fitted sheet. Tess, you're grappled, restrained, and blinded. Come on. Fitted sheet is starting to constrict in on you, squeezing nice and tight. Great. It, like, takes the little elastic parts and puts one around each of your appendages so you can't move. (laughs) Oh, damn. (sighs) Slash, that's going to bring it to you. But at the start of your turn... That constricting starts to hurt. You're going to take... Oh, that's not too bad. You're going to take eight points of bludgeoning damage as this comforter 
gets even cozier with you. <laughs> but it is your turn. You're grappled, restrained, and blinded. What would you like to do? I mean, I don't think I have much option except to try and break out of this thing, eh? You can certainly try. Yeah, you can do athletics or acrobatics. Um, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and do some acrobatics. See if I can't break out of this blasted thing. <laughs> and this is a check, not a saving throw, so you get, you don't have, like, the minus four and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's still, like, a seven. <laughs> Oof. So I'm going to take a wild guess and say that's not getting out of that anytime soon. It is not. You spend your action trying to get out of the comforter, and you fail. Does Slash have multi-attack? He does not. Yeah, so that's that's your action. All you can hear coming out of the out of the comforter is is just, this isn't comfortable. Help, help. <laughs> Actually, I don't think you get multiple attempts if you have multi-attack. I know you no. can try to grapple something else multiple times, but I don't think you get to break out multiple yeah. times. Escaping is the yeah. action. Meat is weak. Cotton is strong. <laughs> <laughs> that tracks, yeah. Oh, fuck, I hate this game. <laughs> <laughs> well, if that's it for Slash, that brings her right back to Tess. Tess, you are now... Grappled, restrained, and blinded by a fitted sheet. Okay. All right. That's fine. Sorry, I mean... Um... Tess is pissed? She's just gonna... Like, she still has the bones on her hands, so she's just gonna try to rip a hole right through it. It's just... It's fabric! It's not that... It's not that bad. Uh, so she's gonna start swinging... Like, from inside, just trying to, like, get an edge and slice through it. With disadvantage. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. An 18 and a 19. Hey! 28! Jeez. Wow. Ooh! This is my final form. I feel so cozy! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, for 11 magic slashing. And with just that, Tess bursts out of this fitted sheet. (laughs) Only tatters left. A fitting end to it. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. that's that's the inspiration right there. there that's the one. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Okay, who's next? What's that over there? It's vaguely slash shaped. It's <laughs> it's suffocating slash. It can wait. Um. <laughs> I imagine Slash is kind of just like pogoing up and down, mm-hmm. you know, attempting to just sort of wriggle free. Ooh, it does look like that punching bag from Super Smash Bros. Ooh, very tempting. But, I mean, I mean, I've killed mine. What are you guys doing with yours? You good? No? Okay, fine. I'll, I'll attack the one um, fighting Lustra. Going for the blanket. Going for the blanket. Don't mean to be a wet blanket or anything. <laughs> 15 to hit. That's it. Yay! For nine. Blanket is still being a blanket. Okay, well, in that case, it worked so well. It worked so well against the fitted sheet. I'm going to reach my hand in sort of like kung fu movies they tear out their heart I'm just gonna tear out like a handful of like goose feathers <laughs> unarmed strike or not 10 that's not gonna do it apparently I just don't like touching stuff with my hands you have kicked yeah. yeah that's it for me the punch goes right through that massive hole in it that Lustra has already created stop making holes in things <laughs> I'm trying to punch you guys it's every time it's the blanket's turn. And it sees you trying to join the fight here, Tess. Which I'm going to roll to see. Odd I go looser, even I go Tess. Yep, the blanket switches focus and tries to wrap itself around Tess. With a 16 to hit Tess. That's a miss. But... Um, was I... I was constricted by a uh, thing. Did I? Was I supposed to take damage that turn as well? Oh, you were. Sorry, thank, thank you for that. Oh, anytime. Thank you for that. Let me roll some dice. 
Oh, that's a good roll. You take nine points of bludgeoning damage from the fitted sheet right before you burst out of it. Thank you for your honesty. You have inspiration? I don't. You do now, bud. Also would have accepted, you still don't. (laughs) (laughs) Thought about it. Thought about it. That's fine. I like it like this. So that's it for tests, though, right? Yes. We did blanket. No one makes me bleed my own blood. (laughs) It's up to Van Richten, then, who I think will go for the comforter, I guess, since Slash is all wrapped up in it. Yeah. And you guys seem focused on the other one, so he's going to run up to the comforter and try to stab. Oh, that's a good one, too. That's a hit from Van Richten. Come on, oh, kill it. damage? It's got like little skull and crossbone designs on it, so he deals the bonus damage to undead, right? Yeah? <laughs> All right. Cool. I, I've got a feeling that Slash has kind of got to play like, you know, you know those magician things where it's like you put somebody into a barrel and they put a sword <laughs> through it? You know, I feel like, like Slash is kind of trying to dodge the blades as they're coming through. <laughs> Wait, oh. so you're Van Richten's lovely assistant? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> More like salacious assistant. <laughs> Unfortunately, that all that dodging and rolling around does you no good, Salash. I already see the smiles on some of your faces. I think you expected this to happen. <laughs> oh, yes, I did. Van Richten gets a solid hit. The comforter takes three points of damage, and Slash takes the other half of Van Richten's hit. <laughs> And so, you see, it will appear I have pierced right through him. However, oh, oh, no. No, I have pierced right hear, through him. All you can hear on the other side is just like a... <laughs> Oops, I've stabbed him. Do you require healing, Slash? Tess, now's your moment. You can save Slash by hurting him. Tess's eyes just start to, like, sparkle. Lustra... It's bad. Oh, wait. Van Richten can attack again. <laughs> okay, guys. I've got 20 health left. Let's... let's <laughs> Careful. Let's try to bite down on something in there, Slash. Because <laughs> I just got a 24 to hit. Get comfortable. <laughs> this is for the look you gave him. <laughs> there you go. Oh, yeah. yeah. See, I can hit plenty of things. (laughs) I'm too excited to read properly. It was actually a 21 to hit, but still a hit nonetheless. Oh, that's a nice one. The comforter takes five points of damage, and so does Slash. I'll heal you when you're out, I promise. I'm... He's going to purposely fail his rolls. You'll be fine. You can see that this was probably like a brown or even like got like flecks of white in it as a comforter. You can just see red starting to stain through. <laughs> that brings it to Lustra. The blanket seems confused. It's not sure what target it wants. Comforter's still trying to comfort Slash. Pillowcase trying to smother Troubadour. What would you like to do? Uh, attack the blanket as a blanket statement. <laughs> I'm going to keep, you know, weaseling them in as oh, ham-fisted yeah. as possible. <laughs> hell yeah. Uh, so going to attack the blanket with my rapier, and I'm going to collect all those clear vapor force energies to the tip with my bonus action. And that's a 19 to hit. Oh, boy. That's... Oh, I rolled poorly. That's a seven force damage. Seven points of force damage. The blanket collapses to the ground in shreds. Hell yeah. And I'm going to move over to the pillowcase now. And I'm going to go and take a stab at that. Get out of this. It's between me and the case. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, it's like... Tess and Van Richten holding Lustra back. This is his fight. <laughs> uh, that's I probably a miss. I'm going to say that's a 13 to hit. That's a hit. Oh. And that's six piercing damage. In just this 
flurry of activity, Lustra takes the blanket and the pillowcase down. Oh, Hell God. Yeah. <laughs> That's why they're his favorite enemy. <laughs> oh, I knew they had goose feathers in them. <laughs> See? Sleeping implements are avian. That's what I've been saying since the swamp. Anything else from Lustra? Uh, no. Bonus action action to attack. Uh, I'm going to go back to where I dropped my bow. <laughs> I dropped my bow Good to call. get up my rapier, so I'm sure. going to go back there, and I don't suppose I have an object interaction to pick it back up, do I? Oh, yeah, you do. I think you should, yeah. All right, well, I'll pick my bow back up. Very good. The comforter, then, just continues to be wrapped around Slash and does nothing more. Troubadour, it's on you. Uh, Troubadour just uh, f- glares at uh, Loostrick. You fucking kill thief! And uh, <laughs> he's going to uh, <laughs> put his sword away and he's going to run to the comforter we got now? Yes. And start trying to haul that off of Slash. More if, like the discomforter, am if, I right? Oh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, if I can't do that as an, op- uh, as an action, then I'll give him the help action to um, try and escape. Yeah, I don't think you can try to untangle him yourself. Like, I don't think you can make the check, but you Perfect. 100% take Excellent. the uh, aid action. So, yeah, you're definitely still tugging away. It's just still Slash that has to make the roll. But now with advantage. Hey! Is that or I kill him on the inside? <laughs> if not, a force log arrow is coming at you. <laughs> I have found that stabbing it is quite effective. You should try it. That then brings it back to the top of the turn order. Fitted sheet is destroyed. Slash, you're still in there, and you take eight points of bludgeoning damage from being inside this comforter. At this point, it is very, very tight. It hurts. Oh, yeah. Uh, I I know it does. (laughs) Uh, Slash, using the aid, is definitely going to try and get the f*** out of this. Oh, buddy, that is a natural 20 um, uh, with acrobatics is 23 minus one is 22. Fail. (laughs) No, that is more than enough. I get this image of Slash finally finding like the the edge of the comforter that was like wrapped around on the inside. And he just yanks down with all of his might and sort of, you know, slides out like his snake boy allows him to be. And he sort of, you know, tumbles down onto the ground, and he's just panting, and he looks at Van Richten, he's like, okay, you can attack twice, I get it. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, Troubadour helping just goes, it's a boy! (laughs) (laughs) He he points to the fact that Lustra is also using a rapier, and he's like, it was him. <laughs> I think that's it for Slash's turn. It would be an action just to get the hell out. You don't want to like bonus action give um give Ben Richten inspiration? Uh I don't have any Bardic Inspos left. Oh okay, that's the only reason. Yeah. Tess, it's back to you. Tess was like winding up her bone saw. Shoulder to like do a flying tackle, like sees Slash on the ground. Looks a little disappointed. What is this, a snake in a blanket? <laughs> Fine. Then just like flips the uh, flips the bone saw down so it's like along her uh, along her forearm, and just does a running clothesline into this uh, into this still I would imagine like rolled up uh, comforter. Four. 15. That's a hit. 15 for 13 damage. There you go. There you go. Just gonna slice through that, do a little twirl, take like the the remains of part of the, the blankets, do like a little silks routine, twirl it in the air and just slash it down, try to cut it in half for 19 to hit for another 10 damage. Comforter is still hanging on. We already used the hanging by a thread thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Damn it. Damn it. 
wait, you're the e- you can just edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious for the oh. first time, Justin. Oh my god. <laughs> I just came up with that one. Oh, just off the top. Crazy, crazy stuff. Um, that said, uh, flurry of blows. I ain't letting this thing get away. I ain't letting Lustra steal my kill. <laughs> oh come on, quilt while you're ahead. Um, I would like to change the target of my flurry of blows. <laughs> she starts stuffing him back inside. <laughs> go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. Alright. Maybe one time? Nope, nope. Um, that is 10 to hit. How can I not freaking... I can't on arm strike to save my life, apparently. And like, ooh, the lash was in there. Maybe you see some, like, snakeskin, like, sledged sludged off on the side. Oh, you think yeah. I fucking molted in there? <laughs> like, <laughs> not by choice. Yeah, it's like weirdly like a perfect piercing with like snakeskin around it with blood. Crazy. I, I didn't know blankets could do that. Um, that said, she just like tries to punch through another like rapier hole and she's like, every freaking time. Just like slaps her elbow twice and then just elbow drops onto Slash uh, to heal you for... Uh, seven. Hey! Also, removing any uh, unwanted conditions you have, such as a point of stress. Hey! Very nice. Very nice. I imagine that as soon as Tess's, like, elbow comes down, like, onto, like, the back of his neck or something, the point of the elbow kind of slides off and some fabric and other things of the comforter that was, like, constrained on him sort of slides off and bolts off, and he's just like, ugh. Ugh. It, it, it was stuck. The molting was stuck. Thank you. <laughs> Anytime. And then she realizes that she's, like, laying on the floor nose-to-nose with Slash. And then just, like, her face goes, Ew. <laughs> then she, like, rolls away with the rest of her movement. Like, just combat roll. Combat Here. roll the fuck out of there. Mm-hmm. A subtle baka in the background. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Van Richten oh, swings his sword cane towards this comforter. With a 10 to hit, which is a miss. And, oh, the second one is a 12, which at this point really don't mind telling you is the magic number. Huzzah! <gasps> nice. Let's see what he can get done. We were so close so many times. And with that, it's Van Richten that manages <laughs> to get the final blow. The comforter falls to the ground, and you guys are out of initiative. I mean, that's fair. Is his liddens. Yeah, I mean, he also expertly did most of the damage to that specific comforter. Partially whilst, whilst the lash was in. No, yeah. I didn't. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not Lustra. Well, Lustra, way to go. Textiles. <laughs> Third favorite enemy. So you guys are out of initiative. Nice quick little mostly successful battle against the linen closet (laughs) but we can switch right back to the spooky music and keep on trucking along because now that initiative is over the facts don't change Carl is still hanging from the third floor rafters his body hanging there by the second Floor and now Joseph hanging upside down, tied by the feet, strangled to death. Now that we're seeing what's going on, they're both tied by ropes or are they tied by bed linens? Rope. Rope. Um, Joseph's strangulation is it handprints or is it um, little fuzzy textiles? <laughs> Like, was he killed by the closet, or was he killed and then put there? I ask somebody with better eyes than me. Yes, uh, Slash, having become intimately familiar with the textiles of that closet, uh, will take a look over um, um, both um, uh, Carl's body and Joseph's body to determine if it was, in fact, like, hands, or if it was textile in strangulation nature. Yeah, sure, you can go ahead and make a medicine check for Carl if you want. We can still use Tess's uh, retroactive medicine check on Joseph. Tess was able to determine hands. It was not 
strangulation by linen. Hands. Yep. For, for for Carl, I'm uh, with my medicine check and dirty twenty. Still pretty good, and give Carl a good once over. The cause of death for Carl is very obvious, uh, but diabetes. <laughs> you are pretty confident he did it to himself, though he managed to figure that out. Like, there's no signs of a struggle or or anything of that. An Just internal struggle. Are the knots the same for uh, attaching the ropes to the oh, rafters a, a in the uh, closet? I like that. Do mm. a little investigation, Troubadour. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you can walk right up to them. Natural 20 for a 19. Oh, nice. <laughs> Very nice. It is the same knot and kind of tied in a fashion that yeah, Troubadour is fairly certain the same hands made both knots. The same meaty hands. So Carl killed Joseph and then himself? Where's Elise's room? Elise's room would be on the third floor. We, we, need, to, we need to get there now. How are we doing for time though for sleepies and hitting the clinic? We Remember, need. they're already dead. This is just re-dead. That means we shouldn't try? Eh. For what it's worth, that fight was pretty quick. You guys gonna open the the closet, I'd say, 835, no less. Uh, and yeah, the fight was quick, so I'd still really call it 835 right now. Right. Well, we what, it was, what, three rounds at most? That's 18 seconds. Mm-hmm. After this conversation and debate, 836. Wow. Um, Slash hearing Tess say, well, we shouldn't try. Slash sort of, you know, picks himself up, sort of, you know, rubs the, the stab wounds on his belly. It's not that we shouldn't try, but we need to be smarter about this. If we struggled this much against linens, I fear to think of what creature actually did this would probably wipe the floor with us. What's this we... Struggling versus Lynn. Oh, right, yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, I'll go first, then. Uh, and we have to go through the music room to Elise's room, I believe. Music room, staging room. Yeah, if you want to head to Elise's room, you could either go through the music room towards that like back servant area of the house, or you could backtrack, kind of go outside and come in the back door on the ground floor. And then there's like a separate little servant's uh, staircase. So you could go back downstairs and come back up a different staircase or, yeah, through the music room. One takes more time. One has... Each of these rooms seem to have a bit of a theme. Not all of them bad, but... Uh, we don't have the luxury it. of time. Okay. The most direct route is the most sensible at this point. And if worse comes to worst and we clear a room, I can throw down a tiny hut wherever I need to. I want to do it in the chapel. But then I can play a triangle all night if we do it in the music room. Let's go! <laughs> and I will uh, burst into the music room. To the music room. Sword redrawn. Very good, very good. Everything's drawn, ready to go. Except for these Taroka cards. Let me just oh draw God. one of those right quick. You burst into the music room. It's a nice room, fairly large chamber. And on tables and in cabinets in here are a bunch of different musical instruments. There's flutes and pipes. There's harps and lutes. All variety of wind and string instruments appear to be here. Several of them appear to be of exceptional quality. And the nicer ones are displayed in glass cases. Others range from just simple tambourines, finger cymbals, to elaborate keyboards and tall harps. The chairs, couches, ottomans, and lamp tables in the room seem like almost an afterthought to the variety of instruments in this room as you enter though troubadour you said you go in first yep the walls of this room appear as if 
they're moving. Like the walls themselves are moving in and out, kind of rising and falling. Oh. Like breathing? As a matter of fact, you can hear the sound of breaths being taken. And it feels, Troubadour, almost as if you're standing inside a lung and not a room. That's so cool. Troubadour holds his breath and squishes forward. Uh, Before he does that, he's going to take some of the cotton from outside, stuff it in his ears, and uh, go forward. Okay. And aside from all the things I described, there's a few windows uh, that look out to the grounds, and there's a door that heads off to the servants' area where you'd find Elisa's room. So is there anything in, in particular Troubadour is looking at, going for? Yeah, right now, it's all about Elise, apparently, and seeing what state she's in. So he's just going to walk through the room if... Yeah, I mean, if Troubadour is, like, trudging forward, Tess is right on his back and... Or right on his heels, or she's just going to be beelining to push the next door open. You took the first step into one, I'll take the first step into the next. Okay. Slash right behind... Once again, not focusing on anything except that door. <laughs> and Lustra taking up the rear. Tess just sort of has, like, wild eyes glancing back at the corpses. We have found no one alive at night so far. It's true. You all move through this very strange music room, this living room. Seen, huh? <laughs> I didn't even notice till it came out of my mouth. I thought you said it was the music room. Hey. Hey. But it is very odd that breathing in, breathing out, the walls rising and falling. It's weird. Do we hear any notes because it's moving the air in the room? And like the occasional air just happens to go through a flute, through a saxophone. Oh, I love it. Absolutely. (laughs) That's so creepy. Just an odd. Like a little set of pan flutes. It's like... Oh no, with the complete and utter, you know, diversity of instruments, it sounds like the tuning moment of an orchestra. But like, death rows. Oh, I like that. Oh, it's so spooky. All those things are happening. <laughs> <laughs> Do this narration is this beautiful. Thank you. Descriptions. Thank the you. acoustics, amazing. They get different every with every breath, though. It's weird. You guys move through the music room unaffected by any of this, though. Nothing weird happens aside from what's already happening. Nothing happens to you. You enter the staging room, which is the room where that servant staircase connects to there's a few empty tea carts that kind of thing in here just a few little end tables against the walls it's a prep room the door to the lift the elevator is also in this little staging room so this is you know where they put the empty tea carts get ready for service that kind of thing that lift so bad (laughs) there's another small door that leads to a hallway that has three bedrooms in it. Two of them, according to Van Richten, should just be spare rooms. But one of them, from what you've heard, the servants here, is Elisa's room. It's kind of the middle one on the map. For you guys at the table. Is that where we're headed? Yep. I would say. Yes. Who opens the door? I... I... I think I think Tess is leading the charge on this one. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. Just knocking on the door. Elise, Elise, please tell me you're okay. I'll be right beside you. I don't hear anything. And she's fine. Takes the cotton out of his ears. Oh. <laughs> At 8.40, you open the door to Elise's bedroom. Much like you would expect servants' quarters to be, the room is simple but homey. The quilt covering the bed is not nearly so fine as the ones you just destroyed by the linen closet. Everyone be ready for combat. The wardrobe 
is open and you can see it contains four identical gray dresses with white aprons along with two prettier dresses and undergarments and laced boots. There's a clean chamber pot standing in one corner and on the floor is what appears to be a dead Elise. God fucking damn it. 840, Elise found dead in her bedroom. God fucking damn it. <sighs> Every time. I, I told. I, we yeah. already told you. We already knew this. It's yeah, like, I know. But maybe it's a day-night light switch. Like they all just die like all and just, then come back in the morning. I mean, I, they all tie themselves up and fling themselves from rafters? A lot of theories. Magic, dude. A lot of theories. What we know for sure is Carl, dead. Joseph, dead. Elise, dead. Greta, question mark. Casimir, question mark. Thane dead. Thane. Undead. Undead. And we'll figure out some more stuff next week. You think we find the right room? It's kind of like a clap on, clap off. Clap on, <laughs> and then they all live. <laughs> and we haven't tried clapping. <laughs>